0: Well, a very good day, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and welcome to another episode of Matt and Dan in the house of Quark.
1: You've got it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, welcome to episode 12 now, isn't it? It is 12, yeah. Oh, yes yeah wow we uh yeah and we, we haven't done this for a while we've had a few weeks off now so um, uh-huh. oh yes yeah. so if uh yeah we we do i guess you know <laughs> go wrong yeah. you know wow, yeah. we're, we're out of practice i guess uh
1: yeah.
0: well so you can be watched as a course on our facebook page hello Or on youtube hello again uh, or listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, Radio Public, Anchor, Breaker, and of course, there is, of course, a lot more Overcast and Pocket Casts as well. And also lots of other third-party streaming sites. So wherever you're listening from, hello, and please... <sighs> Please tell us. Uh, apparently, we've got listeners now uh, all over the world now, different parts uh, in Australia. Hello. In America. Hello. Hi. And also in Deutschland now as well. Guten Tag. So, uh, guten Tag. Guten Tag. Yeah, it's great to have uh, well, listeners from all Thank over you. the world. Uh, definitely, if you can message as well, please drop us uh, a message. Let us know where, you, where you're listening from uh, and how you, how you find the show. Uh, so what are we talking about today? What's today all about? Uh, so today, we're going to talk about, um, well, the women of star trek so women throughout the franchise um we're going to talk about uh, how women are betrayed within the world of star trek uh, and also look at some key elements as well just to you know just get a bit of an idea of what's what's happening there with feminism and of course uh, well the, the male gaze as well and how star trek uh, works with those um but i, I think uh, we're, we're going to start off though on a personal note because um yeah i think that's the best way to start it well we'll yeah. Let's talk about uh, our our favorite, our own personal favorite uh, female characters within the franchise.
1: Let's do it.
0: Let's do it. Right, and so I'm going to hand over now. Uh, do you want me to go first?
1: I don't mind. Have you got yeah. one in
0: mind? <laughs> uh, well, I, I was going to say, so my favorite female yeah, right. character within Star Trek uh, for me, um, well, my favorite is Catherine Janeway I have to say that Uh, I mean if you were listening to uh, the the last episode actually I was talking about how she'd be the captain of my ship so um, definitely I think she is my favourite female character reason being is that she's just uh, a powerful fantastic woman overall I mean as I said I love how she's got a mother element to her and she's got this great leadership but uh, with this mother element with her as well she she uh, I guess she, has, she, she cares a lot about everyone you know she has this sort of nursing sort of element to her as well which I, I love about Catherine Janeway so I think my overall favourite me personally would have to be the Janeway yeah I, I do like Janeway,
1: <laughs> the, Janeway. <laughs> the, Janeway.
0: <laughs> the Janeway the Janeway that
1: would be a name for a ship the Janeway
0: the James. USA. Well yeah, well I well, know
1: they might as well name a ship after. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um yeah, no, that's a good um yeah, I think that would be, you know, the top of it quite a lot of people's lists, really. I think yeah, you're right, she's um a very powerful leader and she obviously was the first captain and yeah, um you know, she's very obviously very well liked amongst her crew. So mm-hmm. um I think she's a fan like I've, I've said in previous podcasts, yeah, she's a great role model um, for a lot of women and a lot of people and um, mm-hmm. yeah, a, a good choice a good choice there um, for me it would have to be uh, Jadzia Dax I think ah, okay. uh, I really like Jadzia uh, just as a um, just as a character and uh, you know very um, uh, j- just as a character as a whole I think she's got a lot of elements to her, she's, she's a very good scientist Mm-hmm. Um, obviously she's been uh, a, um, in a lot of hosts before so obviously she's got a lot of knowledge so she's obviously very intelligent so that's, that sort of portrays women as being very intelligent um, and she's yeah, she's got a great sense of humour and uh, she's very sweet and, and caring and loving but she's also because um, I'm currently re-watching BS9 so that's why I've got like Jadzia at the top of my mind and um, I can't remember what the episode is, but there was a scene where she was playing, um, playing uh, like a like a game with like a group of Ferengi. Uh, okay. And um, I just love that she's she's like that. She 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 likes to mingle in with men and like play a man's game, and you know she's not afraid to just because she's a woman she can. You know what I mean? She can. Yeah, I,
0: that's <laughs> an interesting. I think it kind of supports our uh you know the past well previous episode that we were talking about obviously uh you know non-binary and gender fluid mm-hmm. and all that and obviously i guess it's great because she has experience of being a man as well doesn't she and i think yeah. i i love it's kind of not not sense that's the wrong word i'm, I'm looking for but i, I it's, it's this whole as um a, a joint trill uh, you know they they just see gender as sort of you know quite uh fluid if you know what i mean like they you know they do perform their gender. As in, you know, Jatsia is definitely a lady, but it's it's I don't know, it's a bit more fluid. It doesn't matter. Like Jatsia, is, she she get her hands dirty, sort of thing. She
1: yeah, you know she what gets I mean? yeah,
0: yeah.
1: But yeah. I th- I think that also that that also you know, in terms of Star Trek, that sort of portrays women as yeah, definitely. We, you know, they can they they can be engineers and you know get their hands dirty and you know yeah play games with you know. These Ferengi and the, and the Ferengi are very male dominated species, you know. They, you know, they see, worms. yeah,
0: again, that 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 challenges that, doesn't it? Ferengi, yeah, exactly. To, she she yeah. challenges,
1: and I think that's great that she's she's a very powerful woman. And I, to those who haven't seen the S9, I'm sorry, spoilers, but I was really very um disappointed when she got killed. <laughs> mm. Um, but um, but then I do like Esri Dax, the one that she, she yeah,
0: that. I like Esri, that's yeah, amazing. yeah
1: so um, but yeah I love Chad here um and I'm really enjoying uh you watching DS9 and another another you know lady I'd like to just honor honorably mention is um Kira Nerys because the first time I watched DS9 I I um I didn't really appreciate Kira as much as I am now um and I think she's really good she challenges obviously Cisco, and um I've got a few notes that I'll we you know I'll get onto about Kira Nerys but um yeah, so for me, Jadzia Dax and and probably Kira as well. Two yeah, very cool. good of the of DS Nine. Ah, cool. <laughs> there
0: we are. Huh. well, I like to go into now about because um, obviously we mentioned about uh, feminism.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, now I'm gonna go all the way back now to a year that we wouldn't even thought of. Uh, not my my. My parents wouldn't even thought of back in this year. It was actually uh, 1965, uh, and Gene Roddenberry, of course, had the the first pilot, uh, Star Trek: The Cage episode. Uh, it didn't actually make it um, to television. The network uh, hated it and got rid of it. And I yeah. think uh, correct me if I'm wrong, anyone listening, but I think it didn't come out until like well, it was the 1970s. I think they managed to re-release it then as as The Cage, as the the original star trek say the, the the very first Star Trek you know with with Captain Pike, and obviously then they linked it then with um, well you know on the original series we 've seen where Captain Kirk basically rescues him um, but anyway, so looking at the the cage episode because to me this is where it, it really does excite me uh with with gene Roddenberry and, and Star Trek, and how much um they really did try to challenge it, they really did try. To make Star Trek the show that I think it is now but I think he he wants it to be at the time like for instance let's have a look um so uh, feminism I mean I got a, a definition here uh feminism is uh the belief uh in social economic and um, political equality of the sexes okay so the idea of course that man man and woman uh are equal okay um now in the 1960s of course you had uh well Feminism was at its peak, uh, second wave feminism. He had, uh, of course, uh, the, the women's rights movement. So women, of course, uh, fighting for, well, to, to be equal to men. So this was all happening at the same time. And then Gene Roddenberry, of course, um, the man that we worship, uh, he is, I guess, in a way, our God, in a way, isn't he? Our, okay. our Messiah. He yeah. comes up um, kind of like, am so I comparing him to Moses now? I don't know. But he comes up with, obviously... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, Moses and like you know, like the tablets, like the tablets yeah. of Trek, <laughs> but he comes up, of course, with this this idea of um a woman on the Enterprise on the bridge, second in command, has the name number one, and uh and it's mad me saying this now and being like oh, gasped about it because yeah, you shouldn't be really, but at the time it was, and she wore trousers, you know, she was yeah, uh, well
1: that was uh, yeah, yeah. yeah She's at the same as.
0: Exactly. The, and this was 1965, you know. Uh, so, this is, like I said, second wave uh, feminism, women's right movement, all these things happening, you know, women power to the women and all that, rightly so. And then they brought in a show which basically a woman was just going to be, you know, literally equal to the man. Um, and we we're going to get onto this a little bit later on, but she wasn't sexualized or nothing. She just was, as, you know. Just a yeah, uh, yeah she just literally a working lady <laughs> that was on the bridge, and uh, and what's amazing about it is obviously at the time, uh, this actually scared people in like the network and actually said, You can't have that, you know, <laughs> you can't have you that, that. Blows my mind, like the fact, yeah, that you've got it's this. Crazy you know, think about, it? like... What I love is Discovery at the moment is actually, uh, obviously they've reintroduced number one and they're mm. paying on that because number yeah. one is, uh, people, it was, I think now it's different, but I mean, for years, people sort of, you know, sort of hid number one, you know, number one, like, you you ask many people about Star Trek, like, non-Star Trek fan, they'll just talk about Captain Kirk, uh, you know, Spock, uh, no one really knows who number one is, you know, and now, they're trying to idolise her, I think, in Discovery, which is great, I think, bring her back, like, because she is the, the original she's the first Janeway basically you know she yeah you
1: know it's, it's interesting you say about the number one thing because I think as well a lot of people when they a lot of Star Trek fans or, or non-Star Trek fans as well when you when you say number one you would automatically think of Commander Riker
0: yeah yeah no no of course yeah yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and I made this mistake and it was you that corrected me you know yeah so when I first watched Discovery, I was like, oh, you know, they're using number one and it's like Riker and stuff. It's actually, well, she wasn't, uh, he wasn't actually the first number one to no. have the, the nickname number one. It was obviously in, in the cage. Yeah. And the fact that it was a woman, uh, you know, like you say, is um very, yeah, ahead of its time. And, you know, it, it it's mad that even I make that mistake and, you know, not a lot of people. It was that, sort of hidden that. away yeah, like, it, one,
0: it's yeah. crazy how, like, that sort of yeah, it's just it's it's could yeah. we hide that we we don't want that that didn't happen, sort of thing, you know.
1: And, like, uh, the term number one gives, gives you know, her like a lot of status because it's oh, the,
0: yeah, uh-huh. the number
1: the, the actual number one, it's like first, you know, she is the first in command, and like mm-hmm. you say, it, it, it gives it automatically gives her status, yeah. That, like you say, not a lot of people. That would have scared a lot of people.
0: Well, um, well what I found interesting kind of connects uh, to our LGBT um, episode as well. Like we know what we were talking about. Obviously, um, well, it's quite funny actually because we, we, me and Dan think that people are listening to us uh, from who have who have power because uh, uh, yes. our, our dreams come true. <laughs>
1: yes, yes, exactly. I got I got really excited when I saw this. So um, for those. Out there, who uh, who follow the the news, I guess. Um, uh, Star Trek Discovery has announced that it is introducing a transgender to transgender uh, character. I
0: think it's is it nom- a non-binary one and a
1: transgender. One? Ah, I think there we are. are yes, yes, a non-binary character and a transgender character, which I think is great, great news. Yeah, um, and obviously, for fans of our podcast, would know that we we, we did do an episode of that
0: yeah and what what is interesting as well is that that's become quite controversial in itself i mean um um, i I don't know again you know everyone has their own opinions you know of course Mm. and we we respect everyone's opinion um but after me and dan actually made that episode and released it we've actually had uh not necessarily negative comments but people quite criticizing the idea of Star Trek yeah. introducing non-binary characters and, and things like that. And it, it, it kind of makes me think of uh, in the 1960s, like that was kind of like with women, you know, you can't <laughs> have women in trousers, you know, and there's, yeah. you know, and, and Star Trek's doing what it's always been doing. It's been challenging the boundaries, it's always been doing that. And that's great that the fact it's still doing it to this day, you know, it's still going like, um, all right, so, you know, the gender identity binary and transgender that's that's become a you know it's become a more of a social norm, obviously, and that's great. But Star Trek's going, you know what, we're gonna go even further and we're gonna have uh, them as a you know one of the main characters. And, and I think it's great. A Star Trek's doing where what, what I, me personally, what I love about the show is that it's still challenging these ideas and just doing them, you know, and it's, it's brilliant. And why mm-hmm. not? Why not? That's what's exactly. always. It's it's all about to boldly go where no one has gone before, right? And that's what they're doing.
1: <laughs> Which is interesting, you say that because if you if you think about the um the opening credits of the original series, mm-hmm. you know, Kurt says where no man has gone before. Yeah. But then twenty years later, when Next Gen comes out, if you if you listen to it, Picard says no one has gone before. So even exactly. in that, it's it's moved on to no one. Um, and I just I mean. Even the idea of having a woman on board a spaceship at the time would have been probably crazy mm. to think about, not even in you know second in command, just even on the spaceship, yeah, yeah, do you know what I mean why you know, so I think um yeah I think excuse me, <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> a bit gassy. um what was I saying uh it's, yeah, to even have the woman on a, on a, on a spaceship i so I think it's great, I think it's yeah. great, Yeah even in the 60s, uh, Star Trek's mission statement was inclusivity and, and, um, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, equality.
0: What what is interesting, so um, I'm going to bring in that other idea now, is obviously uh, the male gaze. Now, the male gaze, Mm -hmm. in some respects, um, saved Star Trek, really. So the idea, of course, of the male gaze is um, the idea, of course, of everything is seen through uh, the male perspective, isn't it? It's is for male entertainment. So the idea is they will make women uh, look a particular way to just entertain the man. It's a man's world sort of thing, isn't that the idea of like, you know the male gaze. And in a way, um, obviously, I'm saying it saved Star Trek because obviously he, well, they gave Gene Roddenberry an, uh, you know, uh, another go at it, basically. Uh, another life, you know, to, to do it again. Like an ultimatum yeah exactly and the only way he could do it though he had to follow certain uh well a, a structure they wanted women in short skirts they wanted them to look you know these skinny pretty girls and that's what they wanted that's what uh the network wanted. that's, that's what they believed say america and the western world wanted yeah. they didn't want a woman in trousers called number one telling us what to do sort of thing they didn't want i that. think it-
1: it's like that sort of uh, of the era, that, it, especially in like TV shows and film. It's sort of like the man is the hero, and like, yeah. he, must, he must save the woman. The damn industry. I, so
0: I always said the best example of the male games, like textbooks, always so James Bond. Well, like, especially yeah. older James Bond, you know. It's, exactly. yeah. I mean, even
1: now that's even now that's um starting to change with um <laughs> sidetracking the 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 latest trailer for the new James Bond film came out the other day. Uh-huh. Um. And it's interesting, actually, um, this is kind of relevant, I guess, but mm. um, uh, I was looking at it on IMDb about the film and stuff, and Daniel Craig isn't actually credited at the top. You know how like, they have the lead actor at the top? Really?
0: Uh,
1: Daniel Craig is actually third. Okay. The lead lead, according to IMDb, is, is the lady who, who's playing 007, and she's a black woman. And I think that's great. She's I think pit- that.
0: Ah, I have that that's a new one coming out? Is it?
1: Yeah, No Time to Die. And I think. Ah. So like you know how you you sort of see um you know like a film poster and it's got like the the two leads. Yeah. It's like always like say, yeah, say for like James Bond, it would be like Daniel Craig and then his leading lady, who's like you know,
0: yeah,
1: damsel in distress. It's always like the, the top two, mm-hmm. you know, actors and I guess a lot of the time it is a man but what's interesting is in No Time To Die I only just noticed it I think it's um you know uh it's 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 the lady who's playing 007 who's a woman and I think that's great um but Daniel Craig who's like this massive star actor you know James Bond is actually third on the list of of cast in castle
0: wow
1: so so I think uh, that's That's quite interesting
0: yeah, no, it's yeah. really interesting, actually. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I always think as well uh, with, with Doctor Who, it was always you know the Doctor was a man, you know, sort of thing, and that was controversial, if you remember. Like I like people got really funny about that for a bit about obviously the Doctor was going to regenerate into a woman. You know, it didn't bother me personally. It didn't no. bother me,
1: and I have to say, <laughs> Jodie Whittaker as the Doctor has, because. Uh, no, nothing against Peter Capaldi. I think it was the writing. I I kind of went off it for a bit. Yeah. And then when when you know when it came back with J.D. Whittaker as the Doctor, uh, I was like, okay, yeah, you know, a, a lady Doctor Who, mm-hmm. um, and she's brilliant. I, she's absolutely brilliant as the Doctor. She 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 is the Doctor, mm. regardless of you know just because she's a woman. I I, I don't think yeah. she I don't think she plays it like that. that she's a woman. She plays it. I know, I know what
0: you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting you say. So don't plays it as a woman, because and again, mm-hmm. I think that's just sort of like the social norms of um, us as men, how we've sort of grown up to see how women are meant to be in films and and, and throughout the media. You know, what I mean, are like, again, sort of damsel in distress or uh, you know the companion of the hero. Or it's always sort of been like that. You know. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. Yeah, and I no,
1: think. I, I mean, I don't know if um, it's interesting. <laughs> I, again, I um, I I uh, listened to an interview with Jody Whittaker um, uh, with David Tennant. Um, David Tennant's got like a podcast where he interviews people mm-hmm. um, on Spotify. I recommend it actually. I um, mean, okay. he did one with, he did one with Jody Whittaker, um, and uh, she said that she was finding comments that, like, even before she'd even done it, like, you know, negative comments and stuff, and I think, not necessarily trolling and stuff, I don't think, but, like, um, it's interesting that she faced that even before that she, even before she'd even started filming, I guess, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I know exactly, I mean, people do jump to the conclusion, don't they, that they, she can't be it, or, you know,
1: <laughs> yeah. And what I was going to say was, I, I think, I mean, uh, back then, social media wasn't, Around, but I think when uh, you know Kate Mulgrew took the role of Catherine Janeway, she probably would have faced a similar thing. You know, oh, you can't be a captain; you're a woman. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And oh, I think oh, now oh. You know,
1: it's great that we, you know, it, I think like you say, it, it's good that we, I guess, matured is the way. I, I, you know, sort of seen women as equal, and it's not a problem. You know.
0: really well, th- a problem. yeah. I mean, and also what I was going to say as well about the uh, the original series, which is quite interesting. Yeah. Like I said they had to sort of use this sort of approach with women, you know, looking sexy, basically. And mm. um, and I think, I, I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> Star Trek as well, I, there's like a... <laughs> it's it's a weird thing this is it's basically the some people believe star Trek had the first depiction of the side boob and things like that it's, it's weird yeah it's, it's a lot of weird things like that but what i'm trying to say as well though it had all that bit you had all that in it but however it was also lots of things in the script like i know uh there's an episode i think there's a it's a world war uh it's like a world war two um pilot and I think the Enterprise goes back in time and he ends up... Um, it's on my dissertation, actually. <laughs> I got it referenced on there. And he basically uh, ends up on the Enterprise and he sees the ship and then he's like, oh, a woman, you know, why is it a woman there and Captain Kirk? And Captain Kirk's yeah. a player, by the way, but Captain Kirk still says, oh, we're, in our time, or where we come from, men and women are equal. And it's the fact he says that and yeah. he's referenced... And it's Kirk Christ. as well. Yeah, he's I it is Kirk, yeah. Um, again, I think Kirk again I think it's part of the male gaze I think he's sort of part of that sort of James Bond handsome man who who goes around and you know has a bit of fun as he as he does but Mm -hmm. in the script itself as well there's lots of bits where Gene Roddenberry managed to sort of sneak in like he snuck in like I said the M ideas of an hour time you know men and women are equal and he he was talking to a character who could possibly be alive in that time? As it wasn't that long ago, if you know what I mean. It wasn't that long yeah. ago on on planet Earth when women, uh, well, at the t- even at that time, are not you know equal. So it, it, it's it's really interesting. It must be weird watching a program like that, watching a program where you you are brought up to think that men are above women's. You know what I mean? And that's that's the social norm and then you're watching a television program set in space, and then you have subtle hints about equality and, you know, and, it, and it's again, people always think that they got away with it because he, he disguised it as a science fiction show, you know, the idea that he wanted to embrace these ideas, but the only way he could do it was to take it to the stars, you
2: know <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: because it was an adventure show, people, so people saw it as a kid's show as well which, <laughs> to me, honest, I think at the time was a perfect audience because they are the future
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that's, I guess, that, that's the thing I was going to say about it because it's set in the future. You mm-hmm. know, it's, one day it will be a reality, and, and thankfully it is. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. The thing is, um, I mean, again, I, obviously with the original series, there was a lot of episodes. The one episode I think of is um, Mud's Women.
0: Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah.
1: Where yeah. They've got those sort of, I guess, I don't I don't want to use the term sex ladies, but obviously with Harry Mudd, it's yeah. similar to Kirk and stuff. Like um I guess that not necessarily shows, I guess it highlights what they thought of women back in those times. Do you know what I mean? Uh, not necessarily. I I, I I think what we've with the network and stuff, it was sort of like, well, we need we need women to be scantily clad because we need to sh- sell the show. That's what will mm-hmm. sell it. Yeah. Um, you know. So I and it, I think it just highlights that rather than uses it as a you know uses it as a way to sell the show. Do you know, do you know what I'm trying to say? I think that yeah, yeah, that, no, no, that's yeah. yeah. episode.
0: I'm I know so. exactly what I mean. I think yeah, I think yeah you can watch sort of the original series and you, you do see things I guess in it that you think oh you can do that now sort of Mm. thing i say it's like like when you you watch uh like an old comedy and they they make uh, a racial joke you know and you know you sort of watch it from now and go oh you say that (laughs) That sort of thing and i mean uh, you know at the time you could understand i mean i always watch these sort of things and go wouldn't say that now but at the time i guess it was different time different sense of humor and they got all, you know, they, they they had a different way of looking at at the world, and they generally did back in, you know, and back in back in those days. And then, and it says, think even old people, you know, old people themselves who lived in those times will say to you, you know, different world back then, you know. And I, I'm not saying it was a good thing, or you know, at all. I'm just saying that, you know, I guess what you're trying to say, you sort of look at these old programs, and you can really see the sort of stuff that they thought was acceptable like i mean if you made i guess a science fiction show now with women in short skirts and a you know and a sexy lead william shatner guy (laughs) and they might say (laughs) you know what i'm trying to say they're like you can't do that you know i mean (laughs) you know it's you can't do that really you know uh and be serious about it say you know so i think star trek has i don't know what's interesting it's it, like it had to do that because that was the social norm at the time, but at the same time, he just chucked in bits and bobs. And I mean, there's a lovely episode Mirror Mirror, uh, Lieutenant Tahira. She's she actually, um, I mean, obviously, she's a, a black lady as well with power, you know, not just the, the woman, she's a woman, but also she's black, so she she ticks two boxes there, really, you know, what I mean, with, with that. But I mean, there's a lovely moment where she, um, she well, she's not a downs on the stress sort of thing. She she gets captured and she fights her way out of it herself. I think I think it's Miris Sulu, I think, attacks her and then she just
1: Yeah, um, you're right. Yeah, Miris you know, I,
0: Yeah, yeah. And it, it it's brilliant. And she and she's like, yeah, you go, you you know, you're you're kicking butt like that's what you do. And she doesn't wait for Captain Kirk to save her. And and I, I do definitely think that's a you know, again, another way that he had to sort of sneak it in. Because back yeah. then I think it was sneaking things in. You, can, you
1: know? Yeah, I mean, again with Uhura thing. I, there's um an episode in the animated series where she actually temporarily takes control of the Enterprise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Can't quite recall the episode, but um.
0: I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So again, you know, that was quite.
0: And that came out there was in the 1970s as well. That would have been, you know, and yeah, it, it would have been nice bad.
1: to see the like it in like the live action. Thing. Yeah. I mean, I don't make anything with the fact that it was in the animated series, but it would have been nice to sort of see that. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, definitely. No, I 100% agree with that, yeah. And I think, then as Star Trek moved on, obviously. I mean, obviously we went to the next generation, and we mm. had loads of powerful women, you know. And again, they took away the short skirts, you know. <laughs> that, was, that was the end of that sort of thing, you know. Um, you know, and they just they they you know you had brilliant act act actors and uh, or actresses and you know what I mean and it wasn't you know I what I find what I'm trying to say is I think in the 1960s it's was definitely a line between man and woman still even though they said there wasn't they they always was with the sort of composition of actually making the show because again the uh, obviously the costume and everything and the way they interacted and whereas Next Generation again. It, it got. It became the start. I think he he really wanted. Really was again uh, women with power. You have Doctor Crusher, of course, um, who uh, obviously a, a powerful woman who's a doctor, counselor Troy. You know, you Tasha as well. You had all these. You know, what I mean these these, these different yeah. female characters. Whoopi Goldberg as well. You know.
1: Yeah. Again, a, you know, a black lady. Um, yeah. You know, well, Whoopi
0: Goldberg asked to be in Star Trek. She actually yeah. asks, "Can I be in Star Trek?" Yeah, yeah.
1: She, yeah, because she actually, I think, because um, my sister told me this. She, uh, she watched Star Trek and she, she sort of shouted to her mum, "Mom, there's a black lady on the telly." Yeah. Um, and then when she heard that uh, they were making Star Trek: for The Next Generation, she, uh, I think, she knew LeVar Burton. Ah. Uh... Yeah. She asked LaVar Burton to, you know, put a word in for her, to Gene Roddenberry. Um, and um, again, uh, Whoopi Goldberg, there's a uh, Whoopi Goldberg interview on the David Tennant podcast. So this is How I Know This.
2: Oh, what is yeah. she
1: She, um, yeah, go and listen to that. that that's a good one. Um, Emma, if you're listening as well, go and listen to the, uh, go on Spotify and listen to the Whoopi Goldberg interview. Um, <laughs> uh, so she she asked LaVar Burton to, um, to put in a word with Gene Roddenberry and um he was like yeah yeah fine that's okay so LeVar Burton went to Gene Roddenberry um and uh Whoopi Goldberg didn't hear anything at all um and so when she saw LeVar Burton again she was like did did you say anything to Gene you know uh, you know I haven't heard anything it's been it's been months and LeVar Burton went um oh yeah I I said about you I said you know Whoopi Goldberg wants to be in Star Trek um but apparently, Jean said to LeVar Burton um, that she he, he thought she wasn't being serious. <laughs> that's why she didn't hear anything. And Whoopi Goldberg was like, "What? Ah, that's terrible!" So then they called. She she called Jean Roddenberry herself and said, "Look, I don't care what it is. I want to be in it. You know, please." And, you know, Jean then wrote the part of Guinan for Whoopi Goldberg. Um, and that's apparently crazy, that was- innit? Apparently it was the last ever role, or uh, 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 last ever character that he wrote.
0: Really, wow!
1: Apparently, that's what yeah. Wilby Goldberg is on the interview. So don't quote me on that. Yeah, yeah. That's what. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's what Wilby thinks. Yeah,
1: wow. I, I think it's great story. That, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: So, um, but I've got a few. I've got a few notes on like the Tar uh, Natasha Yar. I put Tar on my notes. I put Tar. <laughs> but I meant to put Yar. Um, <laughs> Like even even though like the next generation did jump ahead and it had like Doctor Crusher, this um you know this powerful lady who's a, who's an actual doctor. So like in the original series we had Nurse Chapel, who's mm-hmm. just
2: a nurse. Yeah, yeah. But
1: like, like the head of you know the 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 uh, medical department, I guess, is is this you know fabulous lady who's who's a single mother. Don't forget.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, and of course, uh, good the
1: point, yeah. <laughs> she's a mother but also a single mother she's 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 you know well respected in her field of medicine um which is great uh but I, I i read i heard i read when i was doing a little bit of research that um the the lady who played uh dr Crush was actually fired um, really one, yeah that's why apparently yeah she she was fired because there was too they the producers thought there were too many women on board for the Enterprise, but then replaced her with Doctor Pulaski. <laughs> oh. But then, obviously, when the when fans petitioned for her to come back, they was like, "Well, we'll just get rid of Pulaski again." So you know, again, it's again too many women. I, uh, like I say, I that was just on a video that I watched when I was doing some research. So don't quote Interesting. me.
0: Interesting. Hmm.
1: So I, even even though like Next Generation did move on in terms of how it. Betrayed women I still think in society at the time was still a little bit sort of um, hadn't moved much and I think obviously Star Trek The Next Generation you know took massive gains in challenging that mm-hmm. uh, and it, it's the same with Natasha Yar she, she the, the actor who played Natasha Yar left the show because she thought she wasn't being used as much um, mm-hmm. you know because she was a woman maybe she, you know because she felt because she was just a woman you know they weren't using her character and she wanted to move on. Um which is really sad actually if you think about it. Yeah. Natasha yeah you know head of the security department you know the, and you know, you know good fighter and warrior and strong stern lady the fact that she left because she wasn't being used and um mm. u- or utilized I think is is, is, yeah, is yeah is the word so um so yeah it's interesting you know definitely the next generation did do massive gains in challenging you know society's views of women. Um, and that you know I, it still still had that sort of uh, black cloud I guess with with the, that that's just some notes that I that I came across um, and the other thing I was going to say though um, which is this is a positive one I, I, I was talking to my sister about this yesterday. You know how like Deanna Troy um was like always in like a um like a jumpsuit?
0: Yeah.
1: I kind of felt like not necessarily they sexualized Diana um, Troy, but obviously, you know, she was she's obviously a very attractive
2: mm. lady
1: character and stuff. Um there's an episode I can't remember what would be, it's like the best of both worlds or like chain of command or something like that. You know where like Captain Jellico takes control of the enterprise? Yeah. He actually tells her <coughs> he actually tells Diana Troy to change to change into yeah. Uh, like, yeah and it's it's kind of that like society telling how, telling women how to dress how they should be how yeah. they should be dressed but but the actress who played um Troy liked that and thought that was a good thing because obviously she then changed into the, the actual uniform and she was the same as the men she did wear trousers and the suit yeah like yeah well I, I'm yeah, I'm a woman but I can still wear the same as
0: yeah me. yeah
1: why should my character wear something different because she's a woman. Do you know what I yeah. mean? So um no, yeah, that was a little bit of, that was a little interesting uh you note know, that I
0: Yeah, I, I I used to find that quite interesting why she used to dress a bit different. I I but then I, d- I quite like the whole like counsellor sort of relaxed um, <laughs> appearance as well with her. If you know what I mean, I think that's that's why personally got from it was just she was a bit more obviously she was a counsellor, isn't she? So she had to be a bit more uh, relaxed than, you know attention sort of thing. If you know what yeah, I mean. I mean, I mean yeah. you, know, if
1: you you want. You know, I mean, if you're on board a spaceship and you need counselling, you don't want to be like seeing the same Starfleet uniform. You you do want someone who's a bit yeah yeah. Wow. But I, at the same time, I quite like I quite liked that she did have the uniform. because she had the blue, didn't she? Yeah, oh.
0: yeah, yeah. I remember now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so
1: um, so that yeah, that is quite interesting. Again, um, but it it, it goes back to just start. Yeah, I guess Star Trek challenging. You know, society's views on how you know women should be be dressed and you know
0: stuff mm. like that well, one thing i always found quite interesting in uh star trek is the the way uh women were addressed as well um they started calling them sir um mm. and only one yeah. character went against that say it was jane way didn't like it jane way was like i preferred Ma'am, and she preferred i think it was madam was it she liked she liked to be called yeah She didn't like sir. She said, uh, I think she said
1: something on the line... I think it was Tom Paris, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, and she said something like on the lines of um, uh, I'm old-fashioned. I like to be called ma'am or something. I don't like this sir thing. And that's interesting why... Like, it kind of goes back again to our LGBT episode as in, like, how, uh, you know, like, like, you like pronouns and gender Mm. and how you... Uh, interact with someone uh, like for instance if you saw uh, a girl are you call her miss or missus Yeah? Uh, or madam I think you know you could call her because um, that's just you know again social norms but it's the idea of Star Trek again challenged that but I, I, I find it interesting why they picked Sue because when I think of Sue I always think of men <laughs> you know because I do of course I am going to think of men um, so
1: yeah, I think, but I, hmm. I I think that's because we have sort of um, I, I mean, in, in the UK, obviously, you have knights of the realm, uh, well, knights of the realm, right? So, uh, Sir David Attenborough, yeah, Dame oh, wow. Judy Dench, it, it, yeah, it yeah, denotes, yeah. denotes the you know, I guess, gender rather gender, than gender, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, um, I just because I, I, I mean, I'm not a, a military man at all, I mean, I like someone who could tell me, I mean, like, in the military, are women ma'am or they sirs then I, I don't know i uh it's always been a thing i, I always found quite interesting like in star trek cause i me personally i used to go like these callers sir you know <laughs> like i used to watch it and i think why you know and I now i don't go. yeah now i don't really care right. about as much i mean i don't i, I don't i don't care anyway but i mean no. like it, it's still interesting to pick up on i mean again I, i'm not a military man I, I don't know how women are dressed in the military i, I have no idea uh, maybe something we can look up. <laughs> um, but do, do you know what I mean? Though? I mean I I always, yeah, to, yeah. It's just um, when people say uh, "Sue," I always well, I mean me personally, I think you do it would as well. You always think of a male teacher, you know
1: <laughs> like Oh, yeah, exactly yeah. yeah 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 that, that, yeah, yeah But, um, but that's yeah. how we was taught to address. You know, our are, are, you know you know people of authority, I guess. Yeah, yeah. In terms of their gender.
0: Well, I think what I'm trying to say is well, why why sir? Why? What I mean is why stick with one of them? So they had a choice between ma'am or sir, yeah. So they didn't just hmm. call the men ma'am or they didn't call the men madam or whatever. They gone. Let's just stay with sir. I don't know if that's because that's a word that we already recognise as authority. Or... Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, you know, a word... Would it be actually yeah. in the case of another word would be made? So you'd say something else than sir? Or... You know what I mean? Because sir is... I don't know. I used to always find it very really interesting when they used to say sir. Like, and it was a yeah, uh, said, um, don't call me sir. <laughs>
1: it's, it's hard to... Um, Personally, I think it's hard to unstick the um, connotation of the male, you know, sir being male, you know, miss being female. It's hard to unstick that because that's ingrained in us.
0: Yeah.
1: Really, if you think about it, like, you know, rank has no gender.
0: Yeah. But I think as well, I mean, like, I mean, like, again, as we're Brits, we, we, I mean, we call Her Majesty Mam, don't we? Mam as in jam, you know. Not mum as in whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's Mam, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's Mam as in jam, isn't it? I think Mam we, as in Jam, yeah. Yeah, when you when you meet that
1: the from queen.
0: that that's that's um that's from something, isn't it? Um mam Is it is isn't it, it uh, the comedian, what's his name? He talks about he at the meet the queen. Yeah uh, uh, Russell Brand and the guy he says he says <laughs> Mam Yeah, Russell Brand, because he wanted to curtsy and they were like you do not curtsy. <laughs> <laughs> I got quite. I've got a bit off topic now, but uh, no, a, it's quite a funny story about. Um, there's a Welsh comedian called Mike Doyle. Have you heard of Mike Doyle?
1: I've um, heard of Mike Doyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I work
0: with Mike on the ships. Um, right. and He's a lovely man, right? But like, there's a funny story how he met the Queen. <laughs> and he oh, met okay. him. So he's he's this typical Welsh comedian guy. <laughs> he met her twice. I look forward to this. And he no he, he um. I mean, I'm probably building up too much now, but anyway. He met the queen the second time, and she. And then, basically, with the queen, you can't talk to the queen. She has to talk to you. Yeah. But he forgot that. And he just goes, Oh, nice to see you again, ma'am. And she just goes, Is it? (laughs) And he's just there, like, he doesn't know what to say. (laughs) I can imagine it being. Being like that, is it? And you're
1: just like, oh no, it's, yeah, <laughs> shunned by the queen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I suggest you say yeah. that though, because um, again off topic, uh, I, um, I, it was Lewis Hamilton on uh, Graham Norton uh, was saying when he met the Queen, um, he had he was invited to a dinner, and this was when he won his first championship, like so he's quite young, not that that has anything to do with it but um he was invited to a dinner like uh and um he actually got sat next to the queen um and and again with that rule of you can't talk to the queen the queen has to talk to you mm-hmm. but if you're at a dinner yeah. with her she always talks to the person on her right first apparently or something like that i think he said really yeah or, or or whatever so um so uh Lewis Hamilton was obviously sat next to the Queen on her left and started, you know, chatting to her. Um, And the Queen said to Lewis Hamilton, no, no, you talk to that person first. I'll talk to this person and then I'll come to you. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, I think it's just... Oh, wow.
0: I I mean, I know we got a little bit off topic, I guess, but actually Queen, I think, is a great example because... I remember. I, I, I think it might have been Doctor Who. So there was a science fiction reference, <laughs> and <laughs> he. Uh, We've
1: got really off topic.
0: Yeah, no, but no, I am bringing it back. I am, it back. but it's it's interesting, especially. let I mean, obviously, Star Trek was made in the United States, okay. Mm. Um, but look at it as well, I mean, it was the same here in the United Kingdom. However, what was interesting, I mean, there's um, there's an episode of Doctor Who when they go back in time, and I think it's the Queen's coronation, and basically um doc- the doctor's in a in someone's house it's like a small working class house and and um basically the husband is like bossing around his wife and's like what are you doing you, you you're lazy and all that to her and bossing around get back in the kitchen yes i think I Yeah need. and then he just goes like would you talk to talk to her majesty like that and he's like oh of course not i was like well and it is interesting you know what i mean <laughs> like and like, <laughs> the idea that you see women as lower than lower than you however the queen is I don't know do you know what I mean a queen it, it yeah. is different especially I mean obviously I mean Americans I guess wouldn't have seen that as much but for us you know it must have been a, an interesting thing I mean the idea that you think women are below you and you could think that, oh my wife is you know I have more rights than my wife and all that but it's like you wouldn't say that to the queen though and you know what I mean and, and I, I don't know it's, 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 it's yeah it's just interesting, isn't it? How,
1: it is, How uh, especially because like, you know that uh, yeah, because the Queen's royalty and like, yeah. but surely like your wife who, who you, you know, promised to you know, love and cherish and to have and to hold the, of the rest yeah. of your life so you should also treat I, mean, I don't know. No, I
0: know, uh, I know what you're saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: you know, just because your wife's not royalty, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just uh, no, I I I think that's a I I I yeah, it's a good example. Yeah. But and again, we call her ma'am, but there's some with Star Trek this I d I don't know, maybe it's an American military thing. I don't know, the idea of calling everyone Sir. But I love I love how Janeway goes against it though. I mm. love how Janeway she chooses though. She and also this is the thing. It's it's not like um I mean, there's a big thing about, you know, women uh as in, I think we've got the point now where women women have equal, you know, are equal to men. You know, and that's fantastic. That's what we want and everything. But we also don't want to have it so women are, uh, I guess, not not pampered. I don't know if that's the right word to say. It, as in, what I'm trying to say is like, oh, you know, um, you can do what you want because you're a woman. You know what I mean? It's it's more like, oh, hi, you know what I mean? You're more what i'm trying to say is you should communicate with that person regardless of their gender as you would with anyone but i what i'm trying to say is i think you know the idea called yeah we call we, we call we call women sir because we have to you know as in like um because we're showing that they're equal i like the fact that Janeway's way's going i'm equal by i've got power and i don't like it call me ma'am i like a firm ma'am do you know what i'm trying to say she's not doing it um she just does it she she wants to be called man because she just likes it, you know. Yeah. And I, 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 like that I... sorry that's no, okay. <laughs> well I I just think it's it's an in, it's it's an interesting and difficult thing really, as in like um I was talking once to a friend, um we were in uh, a bar I'm not going to name names, okay? <laughs> I was in a club with a family a bar, and there were ladies dancing, okay? Um, I'm really digging a hole here. No, the ladies danced on a on a bar. It was a performance, to be honest. That's all it really was. It wasn't... Ah, uh, oh, right, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. okay. It was more of a performance, really. And one of the, the people I was with was actually a female. Right, okay. And I was just curious of how she saw that. Because um, obviously, at the end of the day, it was. There. I have
1: a feeling this is the same place that. Um, I think yeah. you've
0: been. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Thank I, I want to. Yeah. Anyway,
1: we were ourselves a hole. Let's get out the hole. Okay, right.
0: My point is, I asked my friends. We were only there for drinks, mine that's all we were there for, you know, and, and a good time. I, you know that, and that's all it was. And I was there with a woman. You know, who I, I treated equally as everyone else did. You know, and and i asked to uh, how do you see that as a woman though you know do, do you think that uh, say women are kind of enslaved to the man or you know what i mean i don't know i'm I, i'm just really curious how she thought of it because you read all these different things i mean you read about uh, feminist activists who close down places like Hooters and stuff you know so i want to know you know do all women think this then do all women and she said to me well actually i find it quite empowering and she said to me, I actually think, you know, if I was doing that, I'd feel quite powerful. The fact that, you know, I've got everyone's eyes on me and I can control. And, and that was, I don't know, kind of reminds me of the, of the Orions, really, you know, with, you know, in, yeah. in the Green. Yeah, yeah. I know. was thinking of
1: when, when,
0: And so. again, you, you can argue that, you know, they all sexualized and all that for the male gaze. But also, if you remember that episode, they used that in order to take control of the Enterprise, do not they? In um, Yeah, the-
1: but it's interesting you bring up the Orions because um the Urians actually the they are obviously they are obviously the women are sexualized as 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 you know dancers and erotic, you know erotic the males and stuff
2: mm-hmm. but actually
1: um i i if i have a i mean this is from star trek enterprise now i think they made it so like the Urian females are actually in charge of their species like they yeah are, yeah you know the higher uh, gender uh, yeah Indian orion so they choose not to yeah i don't know what and meant,
0: they... but... yeah well it's interesting i mean like look, look, look at wildlife i mean i think it's spiders isn't it that the female eats the male mm. and you know what i mean i mean it, it, it's interesting i i guess i think the idea is that women can be you know powerful in that way is is is, is well i you know and i guess in a way then are the men the the, the, the slaves to the performance or, or you know what I'm trying to say it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting uh,
1: you bring up nature yeah. though. I mean because you yeah. think bees like they you know it's obviously the queen dominating the hive and like yeah. all they use the males for is to reproduce. Not even to because yeah. even even the um, even the drones, the, the you know the bees that go out and collect the you know the pollen or the nectar or whatever, they're female.
0: The yeah, the men right. are
1: only there to reproduce.
0: Yeah.
1: You know um That's There's the thing with lions i mean you you think of like lions right well, obviously the the male lion going out and um getting the food and stuff and bring it back but it's actually the head of the pride is 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 the lioness yeah
0: so it's, yeah it's a very But then
1: with humans it's 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 yeah you know, it's interesting
0: but it was yeah. interesting to say what what my friends said obviously that i she said oh actually i'd feel very empowered i feel and and I, i've come across that a few times with some women who said things of that mind so you know i mean what why what, what is intre- i mean like cuz you know the, it was uh, activists who closed down like say place like hooters and stuff because they they think that uh, but but you know you could also argue well the, the, the women were forced to be in there. They, they, they obviously interviewed for a job, you know, and all that sort of stuff as well. So, it's, uh, I don't know. It, it's, I mean, it's hard for us to say. I think as men as well. Um, so we don't know. Yeah, but it's, is, yeah. it's, it, it's a, yeah, it's a funny yeah. one, isn't it?
1: Yeah, but I think that's like an example like Hooters, I think I almost I feel really uncomfortable saying this because mm-hmm. this is just my observation. Yeah. To, for a woman to like get a job in Hooters, you would need. It seems to me that there's an aspect of your personal body image that would like, yeah. in terms of, um, like your breast size. Yeah, yeah, say. yeah. And for me, that's quite uncomfortable to 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 say.
0: Mm. Um, well, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah.
1: Like you know. To think, I mean, I I might be wrong. Like, it might not be, I'm I'm not trying to call out hooters or anything. Um, But that's what it seems like. Mm -hmm. And I think, for me personally, that's wrong. But, you know. But then,
0: I guess you could argue then, you know, that they have the right to do that to their body because it's their own bodies. They want to do that. Do you know what I mean, though? It's it's a a double, I always think it's a double-ended sword, that. Because then you could argue, well, she could go with well, my body, I want to do that. I, I actually feel quite empowered. You know what I mean? And it's, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know I, mean I mean, like, um,
1: I didn't mean like it's wrong, as in, you know, yeah. the women what they like with their body. Mm. You know, I'm not, you know, telling them.
0: Yeah, 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 no. I think that's um, the important thing and is that. getting yeah. a job, the hooters. Yeah,
1: yeah. Or anything mm. like that. You know what I mean? Mm. I'm, like I said, uh, I just want to, you know, say that I'm no, not. No,
0: no, <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah.
1: Um, but it's interesting going about. Oh, I mean, not just on the on the you know the breast thing again. Um, another thing that I uh, go, going back to Star Trek. A thing that I came across when doing a little bit of research. Um, Terry Farrell, who played Jadzia Dax,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, apparently uh, this is what she said in an interview. However, this is denied. This is had been denied by the person by a producer. I won't I won't name the producer. But she um she. She had to have her breasts um, like padded out uh, because they wanted a, you know, they, they wanted Jazia to have bigger breasts apparently. Um, and Terry Farrell, who was the actress, felt really uncomfortable with that. Um, and so it was that sort of sexism. Um, even when DS9 was being made, like late nineties, yeah. that's why she left ah. the show. Because um, apparently, I think I heard they, they tried some, They tried getting her to sign off for season seven, but she wanted changes in terms mm. of you know sort of on set ethics, I guess. And um, yeah, she refused point blank because she was she was she was being treated unfairly, especially with the breast thing. I think. Um, yeah.
0: It always amazed me with Star Trek, with like obviously it's meant to be a show that preaches about equality, and then there's so much that happens like on the set. Like the original series, I know that Letter Nimoy fought a lot for Nichelle Nichols to have um, to get paid better, basically, and things like that. And it's it's crazy, like how it's like it's it's like a show preaching about you know equality and everyone's equal, and then behind the scenes, there's all this stuff happening still. You know, like you said with that as well, and it's it's crazy. Yeah.
1: I've got another one with um from the original series. The, the the uh yeoman rand is it played by Grace Lee Whitney.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah.
1: Um apparently she she was told to lose weight by the costume designers. Really? Um, yeah. Which is really sad because apparently the, she this is again just from my from what I've looked up, she was um she was asked to take uh Amphetamines to like help her lose weight oh my god then she got addicted to which led to her addiction and and if you, if you know about um grace lee whitney she she died um quite an early death because of obviously i guess alcoholism and drug yeah. addiction and, stuff. Yeah. and that apparently it's been said um i'll highlight that it's been said that mm. could have been caused that could have been the cause of you know yeah so it's
0: it, it it's really sad to yeah. because it, it for me that's quite sad to think about no it is yeah it is. I, I i think yeah it's with that but well, it, it it is women are literally forced to look a certain way and do a certain thing i think i think that i think what what makes it like um awkward like i mean like you know like we said about the whole empower thing, but then I guess that if women can if if women feel comfortable in their bodies to do that then, and they, and they want to do that then. Yeah. But I think it's the idea then if a man is making her do that, then that's, do you know what I'm trying to say? Then that's obviously, you know, making her look a certain way or going, As, you need to lose weight. You need to get bigger breasts or whatever. And, I, and that is obviously then when that is very much, it, you know, inequality, that is men literally telling them what to do, you know, and how to be, you know, yeah. I mean, like, like men you know like like uh, as men we 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 shouldn't have to be told that we have to be a certain way either we shouldn't have to be told that oh you're a man that means you you have to i don't know be good at diy you have to uh, yeah exactly you know yeah. what i mean i i do think it's i i think women obviously have a bigger problem with that um but i'm just saying you know i think it's the idea again goes back to our episode but it's the idea of um you know as a man yeah I'm a man but I can I can be and do what I want because I choose that I have freedom you know it's it's not um and I respect everyone else's you know whatever whatever they they see themselves as and all that um and that's the way you know it, it should be I mean I I do have friends who who worked in uh sort of more erotic uh clubs and stuff as dancers I've got friends who do that and they are some of the nicest people that I know and they're lovely people and um i mean i i, I try and just obviously when I, start, I talk to them, talk to them as a uh if i work with a colleague or uh, you know and that's what it is isn't it you know um uh, the, you know I, i'm trying to say though at the end of the day you know it's that that's their choice and that's what and and, and a lot of these people i do talk they do see that as a a separate world that is just their work world or that's you know that's what they do for some extra money or they do it or it could be their career or whatever um but what's important to me is that they chose to be there. They they don't get told how to look. They you know I mean they 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 express themselves in the way they want to be expressed. And some women might not want to do that. Some women might want to wear trousers and and you know maybe may, maybe do DIY. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean maybe do things that we uh, you know uh, just say it's a, it's a man's thing or whatever. You know, people I like can you know say that's a genderized things. You know what I mean. Uh, and that's fine as well. Doesn't mean they're not a yeah. woman still, you know. If they want, to, they want to call themselves a woman. They do that. That's fine. Well, I think what I'm trying to say is, is that I think the whole idea, of course, of equality. Surely, well, I think is that women should do what they what they what they want though as well. Uh, you know, if a woman wants to be more, wants to come across more sexual than, and she feels comfortable like that, then I don't see that being a do you know what I'm trying to say, a problem if she doesn't want to I, th- I think the, the way it becomes a big problem which it was obviously back in those days was women were literally things that, uh, that sounds horrible saying things, I know that, but this is what I guess in a way it's what, I mean there was ownership wasn't it basically, the man owned her, yeah. basically in, in some respects, but the idea that they were literally in the kitchen looking after kids and that was it and that was a woman, but it's not women is more complex than that a woman is can be anything you know a woman can you know and same with a man obviously
1: it's Uh, weird i I think just touching on that and then but then i want to bring it back to the star trek thing like i I grew up in like um i grew up i have three sisters
2: (laughs) yeah yeah and
1: i'm the only boy of 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 four um and whenever i meet um people and i say you know you know i've got three sisters and i'm the only boy and they go oh that, that must have been like a you know hard childhood you know you must have you know a house for the women and i go well no because i actually find that i get on better i get on like i get on well with men and women but i i find that i i find it easy to get along with um girls and like women. yeah yeah not in not in a not in a like a you know a relationship type situation just in general as friends. Mm-hmm. You know I, mean? I find myself that I'm it's easier for me to make friends, you know, with 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 um with um females because I because I grew up with three sisters. Do you know what I mean? Yeah
0: yeah. It's,
1: it's, so from that perspective I think it's it's quite um I think that's probably why I, yeah I just personally why I don't look at you know Oh, well, you know say for instance, like a woman captain or that well, that's fine, you know that's
2: yeah, yeah
1: yeah I wouldn't be comfortable
2: mm-hmm.
1: being told what to do or being commanded by a woman you know um, but it's interesting you say um so I just wanted to bring that up mm-hmm. uh, it's interesting you say about like the um the, the DIY thing because I wanted like I wanted to say about um Belana torres yeah, uh,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, but and I've touched on this before because obviously i've done. Uh, I did the um, REF Education Roadshow that I mentioned a couple of podcasts ago, which that mission statement was practically about getting young kids involved in engineering, but also uh, aimed specifically towards girls um, to, to, to pursue a career in engineering because, you know, there was a lack of female engineers. And it's great, like a show like Star Trek can say, well, yeah, you know, we can have female engineers and Bellana Torres is a great great character I, I think I put her as one of my honourable mentions as my engineer for my fantasy in the last episode our fantasy crew I know I yeah, chose Chief O'Brien
2: yeah.
1: but I, I didn't choose Chief O'Brien because he was a man I chose him because you know, that's I what you want yeah, that's yeah. I wanted yeah <laughs> yeah but like I still I still love Bellana I think she's a great engineer I think the fact that she she has so many obstacles in her arc her character arc you know she she goes from you know being in Starfleet and then obviously joining the Marquis and then um you know she's a Klingon half Klingon half human um and then she's a mother as well and I was talking to my sister I I, I talked to my sister about Bologna yesterday she even when she's like heavily pregnant she's still you know there's still episodes of her sort of in in amongst it in her engineering (laughs) I think that that just again empowers women to to um, say well, yeah yeah you, if you can be a mother but you you can also be on your hands and knees fixing engines and
2: you know, yeah
1: you know what I mean and yeah and, and things like mm-hmm. that so it's it's sort of challenging well engineering for instance isn't a man's job it's, it's uh-huh. a person who, you know if you're good at engineering it doesn't matter.
0: You know? Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say? No, I, love I, know, the... definitely. I love that example. Women,
1: I think she's a very important yeah. character. And sometimes she's underlooked, uh, obviously, because you've got Janeway and uh-huh. seven, nine as well uh, in in Voyager. But Bellana is, is a very important character. And a very one thing my sister said, I think it was Star Trek Voyager who does it the most, who, who, who empower, which empowers women the most out of all the shows, I think. And I, I tend to agree with her.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Voyager sort of shows women a lot better, and sort of say the other, sort of say you know TNG or or the others. Do you know what I
0: mean? Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, Discovery,
1: Discovery is going some way now, obviously, but
0: oh yeah, and, definitely.
1: So, um, yeah, no, I, like I said, I wanted to just mention that just to bring. No, you back definitely. To that. No,
0: I, I really like that example. I, I think, um, yeah, I think what it does as well, it just shows how much things have come a long way like okay. if you look at i think i had an example once on my dissertation um, i think it's yeah. it's a doris day film um i think it's in the 1950s um i can't remember what it's called but anyway basically the the story goes that doris day's character becomes a successful actress but then her husband gets uh very jealous so the way it would go in order to make it, you know, into a new equilibrium and that everyone is like happy with each other and stuff is that Doris Day has to go back being a housewife and then he's happy. And that's, it and, and, uh, and like, you know, that baffles me. I think it's the idea that women, um, I mean, that's a good example. How women, I guess, are seen as being sort of soft and gentle and they have to be under their man. If you know mm. what I mean? Like she actually yeah. went, Oh my god, I, I earn more money than my man now. I can't that that I can't be doing that. And then she just went home and became a housewife again and that was it, even though she was a started to become a successful actress. And um and and Bellana I think is a great example of how we come along as well, because I think it's the idea of, you know, yeah, she has a family and stuff, but she's not scared to like, you know, basically be herself and be independent. Like, yeah, she loved Paris, but she also was a very independent woman. You know, I think isn't
1: there a point where she actually outranks Tom as well? She's actually yeah. a higher rank than Tom. I know oh, Tom yeah. gets up and then re-repromoted, but I think she there is a point where she outranks Tom. I think. Yeah. I might be wrong, but um.
0: Well, she is a chief engineer, so I mean that is yeah, quite high up the ranks there is, you know. <laughs> so um, yeah. No, I, I, yeah. Again, that's a that's a great example as well. I like, but I I just love how yeah the so you know, the. She she's still a yeah, she's still a woman. She's still obviously with a baby and stuff, but she she has this sort of independence about her, I think that's great. She has this sort of freedom, independence that again contrasts to that Doris Day film where she is that she's stuck in a man's world and she has to do what the man says. The man's not happy, she's not happy, sort of thing. You know what I mean? And it's like, Well, no, yeah. no, no, no. She's a she can do what the hell she wants, you know what I mean, you know, and and that's the the way it needs to be, you know. Like when we went to college, we had women in in our class, and they were equal to us. It wasn't like you know we could do things they couldn't do and things like that. Oh way. yeah, I th- I didn't
1: actually think. I mean, yeah. I know we had one, but all if you think about it, all of our tutors were female, apart yeah. from obviously when um, one of them went on maternity leave. Which yeah. And but um, you know. about well, you. <laughs>
0: I think what i'm trying all to say I think what I'm trying to say is is that our generation possibly finds it difficult to think of a world like that as in where yeah, men are yeah. superior like i did um on on the ships I do a lot of quizzes and stuff for all the guests and um we have a lot of all the people on board um and we do what we call the battle of the sexes mm. and i mean it, it can get quite uh, serious <laughs> as you can imagine uh it's quite funny but um I can't. There was a question about. I think yeah, because New Zealand were the first country to allow women the right to vote, and right. I think that was the question. What was what was the first country to allow women the right, the right to vote? And the answer is New Zealand. And I remember because I was with my friend uh, Lissy, who's uh, obviously she she's a girl, and I just said to her like, um, I find I said I can't even imagine that, a world like that. And she said, What do you mean? I said, I can't imagine you being below me. And she said, What do you mean? And I was like. Exactly. What do I mean? Is it hard for us to even comprehend? I imagine a world where, you know, me and you couldn't be equals right now. I I had to be, say, the main host and you because you're a woman, you had to be seen as my assistant or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that and mm-hmm. she couldn't really even work it out in her head, I think, and I and I struggled too as well. I said because we're not used to that and an old lady actually overheard me and just said, like, yeah, you you wouldn't know that world at all and I was like I, I I generally find it mad, you know. I mean, and to them it's not mad. to them it's what they they knew because they they lived in that time. So they they do accept there was a different world and all that. And I and um and I was just saying to this lady, I was going. I just find it when I think about it, you know, it's it's crazy. Like that 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 was a thing that we had to actually, you know, think of men and women as. Two separate things and it's it's crazy. You know, what I mean I, I I mean I can't even get in my head around it now. I could never oh, I agree. I ever agree. think of that. I think
1: and that it, you know
0: it's crazy. It shows
1: how good shows like Star Trek what Star Trek did. Yeah. It, um in terms of uh you know the representation of women in, in higher roles, I guess. It, yeah, it, yeah. I guess acted as a catalyst, I guess you know because because we watch shows like that and like you know think we're able to accept that and it's it's you know Star trek is very good at challenging that and um uh you know being um you know a catalyst for, for and representation and stuff for women i think in 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 roles of of power i mean obviously you've got you know engineers uh you know, you would think it's a man's job, but Star Trek says, well, no, we can have a female engineer, a captains,
2: mm-hmm. a
1: female mm-hmm. captain. Um, and like I said, I mean, Kira Norris is a good example, because in terms of a religious aspect, yeah. Um,
2: yeah.
1: you know, she's a very religious, you know, um, person, as as the Bajorans are. Um you know, but she she she's obviously the representative for Bajor, and she she uh, I mean, especially in the early series of DS Nine, she really challenges Cisco, and they they don't get on because, you know, Cisco makes decisions, and it's like, well, you know, from a religious background, Kira Nerys um, challenges that, and it's like it's it's showing Star Trek shows and highlights women in religion, like like um, I think I think it's like. I, you know the Kais, uh Kaya Parker and Kai. Okay, um, yeah. Okay,
2: okay.
1: It's like, well, you know, they become quite, you know, prominent characters in DS9, and it's, it's, I guess you could say that the idea of a of a female bishop or a female, because I know that's been quite a, a controversial topic in religion.
0: Yeah, I didn't even think <laughs> of that, you know. But yeah, no, that's a yeah, good actually, idea. And
1: I, I just thought about yeah. it, just, just of Kira and So I thought, well, hang on, the you know, Kaya. Kaya Pucker and the other one, um,
0: mm.
1: I I can't remember because she, she's a vedek first and then she gets she gets made a Kai. Yeah,
0: Maybe yeah.
1: Um, you know the one I mean. <laughs> I know, you
0: know um, exactly what
1: you mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's it's because I know that you know the idea of female bishop, you know, is quite controversial in the in the religious world. Mm-hmm. But Star Trek sort of shows that you know you can have this, you know, worshipped, uh, you know. Uh, a, a lady who's who's you know this preacher and she mm-hmm. she teaches and preaches to the Bajorans Because I know there's an episode where she tries to stop Keiko from teaching about you know the uh, the wormhole and stuff and like yeah, people yeah. and it's like well, she, she, you know like I say Star Trek shows that you know you don't have to be a man to you know worshipped or you know. Do you know what I mean?
0: I forget. No, I, I, I I like how you said that. I forget how Star Trek does challenge that in the whole religion yeah, it's thing. It's brilliant. I, I think that, uh, that's
1: the brilliance of Star Trek, and it and it goes yeah. back to uh, Gene Roddenberry's you know idea that you know gender, you know the, this the Star Trek mission statement, you know gender equality.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um,
1: so yeah, I think like, yeah, it's, it's
0: yeah. Well, I mean, yes, again, full of loads of powerful women and with you know with status i mean T'Pol as well technically was a representative for the, the yeah, whole whole we haven't even
1: touched on T'Pol yeah, yeah
0: you know so there's 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 loads of that i think in star trek and what i love about star trek is that it it, it does it for a reason as well you know it is for those yeah. that's, cuz that's what it's about you know is that you know we had or we have these problems, and there's always ways of I don't know. Star Trek just likes to plays with it, really, and 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 challenges it, and and it will be really interesting. And I do think we'll end up making a future podcast about the discovery when they bring out those characters as well, and how we link that to our LGBT episode as well. Because I think, yeah, yeah. that's going to be massive. And I and I do think, and I I do think we'll have to have a look into it. Will be um some audience reactions?
1: Mm. And then we can compare no,
0: that, and then we can compare that to Auden's reactions of back in the nineteen sixties as well. You know how they looked at things, uh, first interracial kiss and all that, and and how you know what I mean. Though, like people were nuts about that. Like, imagine how people would be like about this because you know people are like they will complain. <laughs> so be interesting.
1: I can't just like to see, see it personally, but that's yeah. Just, I, no,
0: no, it, me you know. too. But I, I am very interested of how yeah. it will be conceived as well. I, 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 yeah, I yeah, it's going to be interesting, and I, I love it. I think it's, it's all about you know that's
1: and definitely with a show like Star Trek Discovery, it's it's, it's definitely a good one for women. Like I say, it's you've got a lot of yeah, again even more female characters.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah more yeah.
1: more so than Voyager, more so than TNG. You know.
0: Well, I guess with Star Trek Discovery, I always saw it more like a drama. Like it was obviously a sci-fi show, but I think Star Trek, I think it was probably the last season of um, Enterprise. It became more like a series drama than, uh, I mean, like if you look at uh, the way it was created back like in the 60s and and, uh, Next Generation and all that, it was very, I mean, there was a continuous story, obviously, like an arc, but they also had like, you know that random episodes like you know data's diary or whatever you know what i'm trying to say like random sort of ones um where i find weird discovery now it's become that because tv drama seems to be a massive thing at the moment especially things like people binge watch netflix and amazon prime and all that now so that's become a big thing now is
1: yeah i think it's just obviously yeah. tv habits have changed haven't they?
0: yeah the no way. no definitely i'm um, not complaining about it I, I, yeah yeah I'm not complaining about it, I'm just saying, I think as well, because Star Trek's sort of become more like that, even Picard's also like that, but in Discovery, we've got a member, it's become more like that, and the protagonist, the hero of Discovery, is uh, a black lady. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know? Yeah. So that again shows, I think, how much it's it's definitely, I mean, it's all centered around her. It's uh, it's her story, you know, really. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, wow. Wow, I think we, uh, we covered uh, a lot today. I think is, we, yeah, yeah.
1: we've definitely talked a lot of um great stuff there. Um, <laughs> there's a lot in there. A lot in there. Yeah, no, um, definitely. I think it's been a very interesting conversation.
0: No, I, I think so. Right then. So uh yeah, so that's all we, we talked about. There's uh of course ladies uh, within the world of Star Trek, or women, sorry, within the world of Star Trek. Uh got my Orion girls there, and I also got there's number one. There she is. So, if you are listening, we got we got them on the screen. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, right, and so again, so uh, ladies and boys and girls, thank you all so much for for listening. Of course, this is Matt and Down the House of Quarks. You could be watching us on our Facebook page, or watch us on YouTube, or listen on Spotify, Google Podcasts, um, Apple Podcasts, Radio Public, Anchor, Breaker, and of course Overcast and Pocket Casts as well. Wherever you're listening from, uh, keep on listening. We've got more episodes coming, don't worry. But for now, from myself and Dan, we always say live live long
2: long and and
0: prosper.
2: Take care. Oh my.